0: Hello, once again, Bill Boyd with the North Carolina State Center Daily Devotional. Yesterday, we looked at Luke 24, verse 5, which one of our pastors had focused on for his Easter sermon, uh, which is uh, the angel's uh, message to the women at the tomb. Why do you look for the living among the dead? And as Dave uh, Dunderdale uh, mentioned in his sermon Uh, He said this, he said, We may love Jesus, but we have learned to expect very little of him uh, because so often the Jesus who uh, we refer to in prayer and even just in mapping out our lives is the Jesus of Good Friday rather than the Jesus of Easter. In other words, we tend to treat Jesus like he's still in the grave, which is a convicting and a powerful Thing to say, but also could be a freeing thing if it leads us to repentance. So, what would it look like for us to um, to follow, to fellowship with, to obey, to pray to the Savior who actually is no longer in the grave? He is with us. He is Emmanuel. He has loosed his spirit, as Dave put it, upon the world. And in, in thinking about that, I thought of a passage prior to uh, Luke 24 and chapter 9 of Luke that I'll read in a moment here. You know, we live in a time where uh, if you decide you want to go somewhere, you can type it into your GPS in your car and probably you just type it into your phone and all you have to do is, is follow and even listen if you want to, to the instructions and it will take you uh, as long as the map is truly correct, it will take you right to where uh, you want to go. And my, my guess is that the time is coming in some way, shape, or form where you'll be able to just type it in and the car will actually take you there, but uh, we won't get into that right now. I'll have to say there's a passage uh, in Luke chapter 9 that has, it makes me think of that. Because in this passage there is uh, a turning. There is a it's Jesus in a sense setting the GPS and his internal GPS we might say and it's in order that he might obey his father, who is very much living and active and and so Luke puts it this way chapter nine verse fifty one and so came the days to be fulfilled of his assumption, meaning the time came, you know, for Jesus to go back to heaven is what it means. But it doesn't mean, of course, just that exact moment or even the next day. But but the general time frame came. And So once again, in the Greek, it's very, um, it, it's choppy in a sense for a reason. And so came the days to be fulfilled of his assumption and his face he fixed to go to Jerusalem. His face, he fixed to go to Jerusalem. It's like Jesus set his internal uh, gyroscope, his compass on Jerusalem and nothing would stop him. And I read that because I think that one reaction To following the living Lord could be all right, I'm not going to treat Jesus like he's still in the grave. I'm going to treat him like he's living and active, and therefore I'm going to pray more and I'm going to try to more than ever figure out God's will for my life. And I'm not going to do anything until I know God's will for my life. And I would just suggest that that um, will be an exercise in frustration because. Uh, it's not what God calls us to do, and it's not the way the Lord unrolls his will. The Lord actually calls us to do more of what he, uh, like the uh, the Israelites were called to do when they were being led out of Egypt. And uh, the waters didn't part until the priests stepped in uh, the water. They had The feet went in first, then the waters parted. And that's more of how kind of the Christian life goes. In other words following a living christ does not mean becoming more tentative about what we do it actually means i think uh like jesus in chapter 9 verse 51 becoming more resolute that is setting our face toward jerusalem so to speak toward the heavenly jerusalem uh keeping in step with the spirit is the apostle paul puts it or another way to put it is um taking up our cross and following Jesus. And you might say, well, what do you mean by that? Well, I've been thinking about that for myself, and I thought that the time we're living in is a wonderful opportunity to recalibrate things, to, to reset the GPS and become quite deliberate, uh, almost stubborn, you might say, Uh, resolute for sure, about certain things. Well, what things do you mean? Well, I think things like this. I think a lot of us are learning that we really do value living deliberately, and that partly means living more slowly. And so what does it mean for us to say, you know, quarantine or not, I am going to seek to continue to live very deliberately the way I've been learning to live the past few weeks, uh, which might mean that, you know, I really am going to take walks with my wife regularly, or I'm going to have substantive, um, you know, clear conversations with my children, not telling them what to do so much as just seeking to hear from them and listen to them and be present with them. Uh. It may be that you really do decide after this time that you're going to spend more time reading rather than in front of a screen. Uh, I think one thing I would love for my family to keep doing that we've been doing is just to continue uh, to cook and to eat together the way that we've been doing as much as possible. Uh, You may decide, you know, because I'm a Christian and because Jesus calls me to steward my life, I'm going to stay connected with the people he's put me in touch with in creative ways, which means that certain other people I'm actually not going to stay connected with. And both of those things can be very appropriate decisions to make uh, for Christians. And another may be, uh, you know, I assume, like me, most of you have been worshiping at home. And, And one of the things that comes out of this could be, uh, for heads of households, especially, to set our GPS upon Jerusalem for our family, meaning to, to in new ways take um, responsibility for the spiritual life of our families. Again, not directing people and bossing them around, but but looking for ways to value what is good and, and seek to uh, put good things before our family and put our family uh, first and in, in good ways. And, uh, so, uh, the, the one thing that of course we're not probably able to do right now that maybe this will make us more resolute about as well is showing hospitality, inviting people into our homes, uh, and into our lives. And, and hopefully this fasting from that will make us very hungry for that. Uh, once again, though, uh, Luke chapter 9, verse 51, And so came the days to be fulfilled of Jesus' assumption, and thus his face he fixed to go to Jerusalem. And so, uh, uh, toward what will we fix our face in obedience to our wonderful, gracious, and living Lord? The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.